Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat. Just a fact. This is your number one leftism podcast in North, South, and Middle America. We did finally branch out to, you know, bridge the gap there. So now we are the most popular podcast in all of Americas. Not just leftism, we are the most popular podcast. Uh, Mark Maron can eat our dicks. Um, uh, my name is Lulu, aka Dirt Bikenwald. Is it? It's, yeah, just top down, top to the bottom. I'm, I'm, I, it looks like I'm on the top, which is, you know folks um hey I'm, I'm i'm brooks aka sickles going hammer i'm josh aka jerry's b mandarin i'm lauren aka bakun in and out fuck yep sorry my mic is muted i'm eddie aka totino heat <laughs> it's good I like that one a that's lot. my boy <laughs> oh i do like that one uh, so it's been a little while for everyone on the show. I'm pretty, I mean, it's been two weeks for me because I'm legally required yeah, to be on every two weeks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, yeah, but we got, we got the gang back together. You know, we managed to, you know, go across the nation, pick everyone up like Blues Brothers, and then we got everyone together and we sat them down to record a podcast about the happenings in politics today. Mm-hmm. Y'all, so, y'all, you, you, you pulled the big uh, HKIP RV outside of my house in Florida and you said, Hey, we need the voice of another straight white man. <laughs> it's been too long. Another straight white man, and l- lest we forget, obviously, honorary lesbian, because you will never shut up about it. <laughs> well, you said it. I didn't say it. Yeah, I, no, it's in the I would never say that. I'm not going to take that from a marginalized You did just community. say it. Okay, I did just say it, but to be fair, Elliot was the one who bestowed that upon you. This is irrelevant. No one even fucking. I'm not going to no talk over. I was a witness Elliot. when Brooks was knighted as honorary lesbian. So, <laughs> I honor Elliot's experience mm-hmm. by privately acknowledging that yes, <laughs> Brooks respects women too much to be like a straight guy, so he has to be knighted honorary lesbian. Yeah, That's I'm how that constantly works. pushing around an IV drip that's just respecting women juice. <laughs> Lulu, it is International uh, Women's History Month or whatever the shit. Uh, so I'm excited to oppress everybody in this chat and to celebrate oh, absolutely. the fact that 60% of the chat are dudes. And <laughs> it's good. It's a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we can finally oppress Brooks for shouting about eating pussy all the damn time. I haven't raised my voice once. <laughs> See, this is what we're talking about when we say that feminism like <laughs> pretty much covered it by like the 60s. Folks. 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 So, I had this really weird, like, sort of, like, really conscious moment earlier this week when I I was, I I kind of described it in the, in our Discord, you know, chatting up what's going on this week. And I said, there's not really any earth shattering news that came out. And then I remembered that, like, I said the, I'm pretty sure I almost said the exact same thing in the Discord two weeks ago. And that was the day before the, the, the whole school shooting. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, which was, and it was just kind of like a chilling moment because I was just like, oh, the, the levy hasn't broken yet this week, but there's nothing to say that it hasn't. And it's, it's held for so far, but you know, now that I've said that, we're going to get like this big breaking news about something awful that's going to happen during the duration of this recording. So we're going to have to emergency pivot to that. <clears throat> so yeah, that's how my, that's how my brain state's been this week. And I've been kind of really busy at work. How's everyone else doing? I'm all right. There we go. <laughs> That's yeah, so all we need. I haven't been paying much attention. Uh, well, I mean, I'm constantly, I'm constantly checking Twitter like every five minutes of every single day. But you know, also been focusing on uh, not being absolutely 
uh, miserable and horrified by the world we live in. So yeah, that's fair. That's a, there was that's a funny a meme. Goal. Oh, what was the funny meme, Brooks? There's the funny the picture of Patrick Starr where he's looking down kind of meanly, and then it's like when you ride in his face and you pee a little. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of a funny meme that I experienced this week. That's I'm a glad good meme. you experienced that. D- does anyone have any other memes? Um, I can't think of any. I, I didn't share that like deep fried image of the thinking emoji a lot this week. That's one of my. That's an old. That's a classic oh, meme. I was on the bus uh, mm-hmm. coming home from work yesterday, and I was sitting behind a kid who was watching a lot of animations of that Uganda Knuckles meme, the really racist one. Mm-hmm. And he had oh, little clay figurines of Knuckles and was like explaining it to his mom. And I was like, I can't, I can't <laughs> fight an eight year old on a bus. I can't do it. But I was God. really tempted to. Be to. And that, that eight-year-old's name was Albert Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, mom, it's it's really funny because um because do you get it? Black people and the way they speak. Do you get it, I, mom? I, I'm eight, I just, and I know this already. I just really hope that kid doesn't take the last Ugandan Knuckles Funko Pop. I'm really I'm really looking <laughs> really? forward to getting that in the mail. <laughs> oh man, there was a brief. As long as he leaves an Ayn Rand. I wanted to talk about the Ayn Rand Funko Pop. <laughs> <sighs> You know, I, I, what is she wearing I in that? I do actually feel bad about the guy who, like, created the original, like, drawing of the Uganda Knuckles meme, because, like, it was just, like, a, a, a goofy drawing that he did, and then it got adapted into the racist thing, and then he was just, and then on his YouTube channel, he's like, hey, I'm gonna sell these shirts called Uganda Knuckles, but I don't know what this meme is, but I'm gonna call it Uganda Knuckles and sell uh, shirts. Well, okay. He said, this is, this is, like, a little cartoon guy, it looks kind of funny, but what if it was racist? And everyone went, oh, yeah. We don't we don't have enough racism kind of in our day to day experience. I think online. Yeah, Brooks, get get some like racism juice. Get get a little bit of racism juice mixed into that IV full of respecting women juice, and you might just have a balanced life experience. It's kind of an intersectional racism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just a big old like racist, a racist white one that feminism doesn't see gender. juice. It's like putting a bit of cinnamon in your eggnog. Oh wow, it's uh, it's affecting my body, and oh, wh- oh, oh, I'm I'm colorblind. <laughs> huh. First time ever. Weird. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. So like red green or just kind of. Oh, I can't see at all. <laughs> oh, so you're color. You were colorblind. That you were blind to all colors and just legally blind. Yeah, I can only see in one dimension now. It's just kind of a line. It's making noise. <laughs> oh, uh, so let's get into some of these topics for this week. Must have just got anything else for the preamble here. Y'all see any other funny memes today? <laughs> I mean, Drake and Josh is back. <laughs> we do have some actual. I don't know if you've all seen. We do seen. have some actual information for the for the preamble here because um, we finally set up our Patreon. The Woo! the Henry Kissinger's Pokemon going to get paid uh, trust fund to help us overthrow the capitalist government and also pay for our hosting fees. Um, so, here's a brief breakdown of what you get. At one dollar, uh, we, we don't do this show, like, we, we, kind of, we are like, our like end recording to post episode is really short, so we don't do like, you know, the early access that you might see on other podcasts, but, we do have, um, we're gonna be posting written extended versions of the Lightbringers, which will be available for all patrons to see. Um, uh, because, you know, sometimes we like to talk in depth about something, but we really don't have the time to do it at the end of the show. And that's going to give us a little bit of an avenue to do that. There's going to be at least one every two weeks, but there's good, there's probably going to be more because, you know, we got people in this discord who, in this, uh, uh, we got people on this show who are really passionate about things that they like. So I'm sure we will be seeing more than just, you know, one every two weeks. Uh, also at the $1 level, I believe you get access to the, 
once we once we hit uh once we hit fifty dollars a month, we will be doing audio versions of the Lightbringers. Uh, to be able to be, you know, just to be posted into the Patreon feed that you can listen to. So, you know, not like super long, like maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes episodes or so. But like little bite-sized chunks about someone gushing about a thing that they like. Um, at $5 a month, you get special user status in the Discord. And also, we will shout you out. What, was it like monthly? Was that our decision? I mean, I think Anyone we just know? wanted to, at uh, the end of episodes, like, mention the very nice people who have decided, hey, you know, this podcast talks about jizz a lot and also politics. I'm going to give them $5. That's right, Lauren. And because we're so good at doing a podcast, we definitely remembered to read the names this week and didn't forget at all. And I've been here the whole time and am not editing this in later. So we'd like to thank our patrons, and I'm just going to read the names right here out of the Patreon, and I'm sorry if I pronounce any of them wrong. Shaup Alex, Nick Jagged, Stephanie Roof, Ollie Anders, Smoke Weed, and Ellen Nordhog. Thank you to all of you. You are very good, and we remembered you and did the podcast correctly. Anyway, I'm not feeling very well suddenly. So I'm going to be quiet for the rest of the episode. So thanks for that. <laughs> and then at $10 a month, you get um, you get uh, a different special user status in the Discord, and also you get to listen in live to uh, all of our episodes as we're recording. And we do have two people in the channel right now who are listening to us. They can't hear this, or they can hear this, but they can't say anything. So thank you very much to our two Conrads. Um, and you can just check that out, patreon.com slash HKIPGTD. Um, and if you and give us $15,000 a month, Mr. Soros, we will be so incredibly <laughs> grateful. And uh, <laughs> please, please, Mr. Soros. Oh, it, it's important to mention our stretch goal, too, of $200 yes. a month. Yes, in which case, God. We will what, kill a host. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how that's... Are we just going to do like a straw poll of the patrons to decide who dies first? Or I mean, I think we're just going to use the survey results, which Brooks did win single-handed. Which Brooks did win very handedly. Which is, again, I don't deserve it you really don't honestly i should have voted for matt <laughs> i think that i think that patrick's been flying under the radar for a little too long but... uh-uh. no patrick is good actually <laughs> no yeah patrick's a good boy sorry <laughs> name one thing he's done wrong known targaryen loyalist like targaryen we'll talk about it on another podcast we're not oh, talking okay. about game of thrones Fine, we'll talk about dog cum instead <laughs> no hey no, i'm said- deleting that <laughs> fuck you brooks eat my dick <laughs> No. Has anyone said uh, Ronald Reagan Targaryen yet? Ooh, Fuck, that's, that's good. so good, Josh. Thank you. That's so good. I'm just going to mute myself for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hey, guys, how do you feel about Executive Order uh, 76? Or is it 96? Whichever one created the Japanese. 69. All right, thanks. How do you guys feel about the? How do you guys feel about the executive order that made uh, that created all those Japanese internment camps back in World War II? How do you feel about that? Kind of not great and kind of uh, not my, probably uh, a thing that people should mention more when they talk about FDR. Yeah, we do kind of, we do kind of gloss over that because he did very much yeah, just, just write very something bad that's, on the whole. He did very much just write something down on a piece of paper that said jail all the Japanese people and made it a law and just kind of skipped over Congress because he needed to jail the Japanese people that badly. Mm-hmm. Anyways, how, so uh, what's the room temperature on that? Not great? Um, I mean, we did, it did work. We did win the war. 
You know what? That is true. Um, and as we know, we are locked in a we are locked in a constant battle currently with uh, Russia. And as such, um, we have decided that it is okay to now intern uh, any immigrants and also anyone with a like Russian sounded name is our enemy too. You well, yeah, but that's just more like yelling on Twitter than it is like actually like just indefinite uh, it, it, like detainage at the. Uh, at the, um, at, from, like, Border Patrol or what the fuck ever. Like, there are people with, like, legal immigration status that, like, someone, the, this, this is all coming about because the Supreme Court, uh, like, in a 5-3 vote, voted, uh, ruled against a, uh, a non-citizen facing deportation. Someone who vote, someone who was brought here as a, as, like, a four-month-old, which, like, you know, he's, like, what the fuck are you even supposed to... I mean, I know I know this is, like, the topic and, like, just over and over again. This is what everyone says, but, like, literally, what do you even think there is? Like, you can't just, like, uproot someone like that and say, like, well, your parents sucked shit and we're going to punish you for it. Like, I mean, and then, I, like, I'm not saying that the parents suck shit. You know, you come into this country however the fuck you want. Like, do whatever you're going to do. But, like, their goal is just, like, well, your parents broke the law, so we must punish you as well. Like... And now there can just be indefinite uh, detainment at these border facilities. Yeah. Well, and what I've heard is that they've already been doing that, but this is just finally the Supreme well, Court. Yeah, now it's just legal. Yeah. Does anyone yeah. have any, like, has there been given any, why, why, I guess is my question. <laughs> why does the Supreme it, Court think that this is okay? I don't get it. Well, it's just kind of like you said, like, this shit has been going on for a while. It's just that now our world is just so fucking blatant in how much of a hellscape it is that they might as well. Oh, that's a good point. Like, what's gonna happen? Like, <laughs> nothing. Like, they're just gonna keep doing it. Like, this is just codifying it. Yeah, it's true. It barely even really broke news. I feel like. Yeah, like no, this was like this was like a fart in the ventilator shaft. Is that an expression? Well, I mean, FDR and, Tr and FDR what's that? and Truman. No. What, what, is that an that? expression that people use? I, I it's it, I, I'm quoting Ender's Game. Oh, Don't worry okay. about it. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Brooks. I was just, I mean, if we, ju I'm, I'm, I've, I have now become, uh, once again, red and nude over, um, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Um, but, uh, the, what we did last time, um, what, what FDR and Harry Truman decided to do is just to, um, do nuclear warfare on 150,000 civilians. Mm -hmm. Okay. That sounds like the right move. So. Which I mean, the idea of internment also sort of n normalizes and makes that become common sense to the populace yeah. so uh by the way it was executive order 9066 which is so close to 69 being yeah, i was somewhere. very confused when you first started yeah. this because i thought you were talking about order 66 which is what the bad emperor does in star wars to make the, the like clone warriors attack <laughs> so i had no idea where this bit was going before we started it and i was very confused no this, this is just going to turn to our star wars podcast oh see you later <laughs> <laughs> Nice having you, Eddie. I'll see. We'll see you in. Uh, we'll see you in two years once we uh, once we all settle the once the dust is settled. Yeah, here. once David Benioff does one. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for the for the uh, Pigot bonus episode about that. Bad. I don't think it's worth I mean, it. Hey, it's not, it's not Game of Thrones content. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never talking to Eddie again after next year. <laughs> Oh, um, so that's about it. It was a 5-3 vote because, uh, I mean, the only reason it was a 5-3 because, um, Justice, um, oh, what the fuck is her name? My brain is just completely busted. I had a really long week of work. The Notorious RBG? No, RBG voted, RBG voted yes on that. I'm trying to, th is there a cool nickname Elena, for Elena? Elena Kagan. Elena, okay. It was her. Yeah, no, it was, uh, 
Yeah, Kagan just recused herself because she discovered an undisclosed issue, which the CNN article doesn't go into. Which, I mean, it, it wouldn't have changed the vote either way, because Justice Neil Gorsuch, more like Gorsuch, <laughs> um, like, it, he made it a 5-4. Uh, so, um, the, I'm normally not one for, like, the cute nicknames that the libs like to give to these people, like, in, in power, but I do like people calling him Thief Justice Gorsuch. That's pretty good. Also good, um, friend of the, the host of the show, Sam, um, did just put in the chat Elena Kegels. So that's <laughs> kind of that. fun. <laughs> make, make that pussy meat strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's about that's about the long and short of that yeah. topic. So I'm feeling yeah. We great. live in hell, and we live in white supremacy, mm-hmm. and it's bad. Uh, speaking of living in hell, hey, uh, hey Brooks, you know you don't sound American. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't remember who was doing that topic. So I just kind of threw a fucking dart in a in a, like a, in a room with the lights off, and I think I hit the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I I can see confusing me with Brooks. We're pretty much. <laughs> You know, one of the same person, but I mean, we talk over each other so often. It's like, who's talking? I mean, one of you likes the Mets and one of you likes pussy. Like, there's that's about the only difference. I don't know if we can categorically what? say that Brooks <laughs> likes pussy. Yeah, I only, I only, yeah, what? I only think pussy is okay. <laughs> <laughs> you tolerate pussy? Yeah. I think it's a very good thing, but I think the best thing of all time is reading a nice no- uh, novel. Love to read. <laughs> uh, so this uh, a fashion blogger named Hoda Katevi. I hope I'm saying it right. She's a Iranian American. Oh, Kathy Lee's friend. Yeah, uh, she was on like I think it was WGN or something like that Chicago station, and she went on and it was just to talk about like fashion because she's a fashion blogger. And then at one point, one of the hosts turns to her and says, "Let's talk about nuclear weapons." <laughs> like. Uh, okay, so first of all, <laughs> just because she, like, is of Iranian heritage, she knows all about their nuclear policies. I mean, she does, apparently. Yeah, like, I, hey, I mean, I mean, they were right there. So she was like, I, the, the name these guys was like, I don't think we can trust Iran. What do you think? And she was like, well, I don't think we can trust the United States because they have, like, a history of violence or whatever. And then, um... The other newscaster says, a lot of Americans might take offense to that. You're an American. You don't sound American when you say this. You know what I mean. (sighs) You can just just say that to people. Did you know Mm -hmm. that? You can just say that to people that have a broadcast on national fucking television. Uh, she, though she did have a good response, she said it's because oh, I read. she slammed on him. Yeah, because I read. So, (laughs) great on you, the good Hoda. Thank you. Oh, my God. But it's, it's like just... A small, like, just, it's like a five-minute clip, and it's, it's like, been going around, so it's pretty popular. You can probably find it easily if you just search for, like, you don't sound American or something. Yeah. But it's, like, the first, first of all, you're from, you have heritage of this country, so you must be an expert on their fucking nuclear policies. And also, it's, like, the way the, uh, ostensibly, like, I'm a very, I'm a liberal person let's talk about this thing as soon as she had any like the slightest hostility at all even in a truth response it was turned on her you're not american like it's just so blatant like it's just so like so much of it is just performative like Mm -hmm. as soon as you go slightly against the popular ideology it's like that's it you're done and it's like accepted like it's i mean people have been shitting on them but like they felt okay to say that like on the news which is their job 
It, it just feels like the logical extension of like the the like you know that you don't sound black kind of kid. You like you the, mm-hmm. that would happen in high school. Like I never said that, but like I definitely knew people who that had that said mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. It's like and it's just like the sheer audacity to say that as an adult to. To, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of the opposite of that, but I, I digress. To the, the show does see it being that, and like, she's what, 17, 18? I think she's in her, like, her, her early 20s. She, she's young as hell. She's, she's <laughs> under 25 at the very least. Um, and just like the, she, the, she got her on that. I, I mean, I'm very glad that she was able to just like put them in the fucking dirt like she did, but it's just, just the audacity of it. It's just like, you can just do that and the, you can just, Keep going. Can anyone tell me exactly gonna what sounding American uh, sounds like? You have to you have to yell about how much you want to eat a cheeseburger and fuck a barbecue grill. <laughs> it's the national anthem, baby. <laughs> you have to sounds say like something Hoobastank. really like, just completely stupid and totally insensitive to everyone around you, and you have to keep bringing up the same dumb racist arguments over and over again, so that you know you have to put all people of color on the defensive all the time. It's good, actually. Love America. And you also you also have to talk about how blue lives matter. Thin blue line, baby. <laughs> what what if all lives? What if all of them? And I forgive well, me. Yeah, if, all of them, but uh, blue ma- blue lives a little bit better. Blue lives a little guys, better a little bit more. I I mean, she's an Iranian um, fashion person, and I just I hate when um, ever Americans bring up Iranian nuclear policy or anything Iran at all because. My God, the reason that Iran is the way that it is is all America's fault. And uh, it's- y'all mind if only one country has ever dropped nuclear weapons? On <laughs> <the world>? <laughs> <laughs> like Oops. the reason we are we don't like Iran is because we fucked it up so badly. I think we just I think we just need to Superman for a quest for peace and just take everyone's nukes and throw them into the sun, except for ours, so we can assert global dominance. Uh, not to be the resident gamer, but in Metal Gear Solid Five, I think there was uh supposed to be an unlockable like cutscene if uh everyone in the game like like you can build a nuke on your base and if every nuke was dismantled like there would be a special ending and it unlocked I think it was like a couple weeks or a month ago on PC and everyone's like wow uh, I can't believe it this actually happened like how did it happen and it actually turns out that people built so many nukes that the counter ran over and the game oh. detected it as all the nukes being gone so wow. we're on our way baby <laughs> thanks thank you thank you big boss <laughs> always in your service you've been elevated from big boss you were be- you are bigger than the big boss now you are the huge boss thank the you the absolute biggest comfiest boss i deserve it <laughs> Um, before we move on, um, I do just want to mark that I have Googled it, and um, this is uh, earlier, I did think that we were talking about Hoda Kotb from the Kathy Lee and Hoda show on NBC Today, um, and want to mark that I now realize it was a different person, and I did not mean mean to make that funny racist gaffe. So, sorry about that. I mean, the, the joke I liked it, Brooks. The, the, jo- the joke that was I, not an intentional joke. The, the joke that I heard from you there was, uh, like in my head, that joke was, oh, they have the same first name. So this is going to be a low effort, but it's going to be a joke. Nope, just definitely just uh, didn't hear the news story. So I genuinely <laughs> thought this happened to Hoda from NBC Today. I just didn't get it at all if it makes you feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit it out. It'll be fine. <laughs> Great. <laughs> 
Oh god! And if you join the, if you if you subscribe to us on Patreon at ten dollars a month, you get access to this hidden content. Yeah, I hope yeah, you nobody can see, you can subs- listen to Brooks's accidental racism, and then for ten dollars a month, you can vote for the outro. Which every week that I'm on legally, accidental racist has to be the outro. Song. Brooks, Brooks, as a white, I forgive you. Thank you. That's, that's the most yourself. important thing. Caught between Southern pride and Southern blame. Why do you know the words? That, that, that's a fucking amazing song if you revisit it because it calls slavery a mistake. Yeah, there's a part where... I mean... I LL mean, not, Cool J. LL Cool J. Don't, don't mind if I accidentally, like, fucking cause the transatlantic slave trade. Oopsie. Oops. There was... What? Can I say that there's literally a line in the song where LL Cool J goes, I'll forget the iron chains if you forget the gold chains, and I hate it. <laughs> Thank you, LL. What? <laughs> Thank you, Cool James. Why do we have to forget the gold chains that are good? Leftists do what? love Cool James, so... <laughs> Why I mean... White supremacists love Cool James. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, uh, Eddie, you got anything else to say on that topic, or...? No, nah, it's just fucked up. It's just, like, a really, uh... Just, like, microcosm of these, again, like, microaggressions of people of color and just the shit. Like, even if it's, even if you're not being overtly racist, like, it's just shit they have to deal with. And this is on a fucking, like, syndicated news mm-hmm. television. Uh-huh. And they just felt, like, cool to say that, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't just feel okay to say it. They thought they were owning her. They they, they thought that they were like, yeah, give it <laughs> yeah. to her. Get, get this fashion blogger. <laughs> Like, can you imagine any other, like, oh, so thank you, uh, guy from the Eagles for joining me today. Let's, uh, let's talk about Iran's nuclear policy. Like, yeah, like, like, no, that's not what he's here for. <laughs> like, I don't know if there's been a harder left in broadcast journalism. Folks, there's uh. never been a hard left in broadcast journalism. Hey, hey. Nice, hey folks. All right, yeah, alley Brooks. Thanks for, thanks for dropping <laughs> that one for me. Except for Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, oh, so man. so there's some school strikes going on because teachers aren't getting paid any money. Yeah. It's good to me. So after, um, I just Googled it right now and the strike continues. They're clo- All 55 counties are closed again tomorrow. And if you haven't been following this, the entire uh, state of West Virginia, all 55 of their school district counties are on strike because... The teachers don't have health insurance and aren't being paid fairly for the fact that they educate all of all of the children of the state. And so they are on strike. And there was a moment where they thought, oh, the strike will end. They uh, managed to secure like a 5% raise for teachers and then a 3% raise for like all federal employees from the governor's office. But the strike wasn't about just making more money. It was also about funding the health insurance that teachers need. And so they're going to keep on striking. And it's really, really cool to see, especially because they are, um, some districts are working with like food pantries and uh, other like, even like cooking food themselves to make sure that students who rely on like lunch or uh, breakfast programs at the schools will still be able to like eat while the school's closed. And it's just, it's really, really amazing to see all of these teachers like, refuse to back down and demand that they be given a greater treatment because they take care of our kids. Which is, I actually heard um, part of the reason why the strike is continuing is because the teachers, what they're really asking for is they feel woefully underprepared to no-scope enemy (laughs) insurgents. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. (laughs) 
they're 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 like okay the five percent pay raise is fine but they're like how am i going to 360 no scope and like throw like a fucking hatchet across the field and completely obliterate somebody at their spawn listen um, in the middle of my history class i need the five percent pay raise so that i can afford the newest call of duty game Every every say every twelve months when it comes out, so I can practice the sweetest headshots. As soon as as soon as someone with an AK walks into the door, I can just absolutely three sixty throw that knife right between the eyes. They need that because you know our president can't run in and save all of the students from being shot at once. He can only go one at a time. So they need to have that money to prepare themselves. Yeah. At any moment, Donald Trump can only be protecting one classroom full of students. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. So I'm uh, going to college to be a teacher now, and this is a fucking nightmare. But on the plus side, like at least I'll get to buy the like newest Call of Duty and write it off as a professional development. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, you know, okay. Brief, brief. Double back to the idea, the, the fact that Trump did say that he would, uh, he would what? What was it? Run head first into the. Even if he didn't have a weapon, he would yes, just he said run he would in run into the school shooting situation after it came out that there were like four deputies in the, um, four deputies who were at the scene of the school shooting that uh, didn't go inside, and he just said like, I, I would have gone in there, no problem, and like. I'm not trying to say that Trump was bad for dodging the draft because that's the only good thing Trump has ever done in his life is dodge the draft. But like, dude, you did dodge the draft very much. My man is afraid of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> like so he's not going to run into automatic gunfire under any circumstance. He's going to get two steps in and those bone spurs are going to seize up and he's going to immediately just trip over his own dick. He's like 70 years old and cannot tell if he's shaking hands with his wife or his vice president. He's he's not going to do very well, you guys. He's got a huge dick, though. He's tripping he over does. it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, is that he's a really, you know, he's a good target. He's got those yeeks. It's just, you know, a bullet's going to pierce right through the <laughs> Never say to me the words Donald Trump's yeeks. He got a fucking nasty president. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I what? think that, well, hey, what? Great, great news, guys. We found our episode title. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Mr. Trump, uh, for sitting down with me today for this interview. But first, I gotta ask, um, what the meeks do? <laughs> President Trump taught me that it was okay to be thick as fuck. <laughs> I love my thick president. <laughs> <laughs> Thicker president is blessing or curse. <laughs> He's the leader of the free world, and he got an ass like that? <laughs> Damn, he's the president... And he and got eats. <laughs> you have ten dollars to create the perfect president. <laughs> ten dollars, any ability to lead or help marginalized communities. Ten dollars, enormous yeats. <laughs> Just thunderous. <laughs> Just bulletproof oh, case. Imminently yoke motorboatable. <laughs> This is so fucking stupid, I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna wear those yeeks like sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually crying. I need a second. <laughs> what a good show. What a good show. Patreon.com. Thanks for the money, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh Maybe also <sighs> give some money to the, the teachers of West Virginia, because... 
They're pretty cool. They're a union. Yeah, I th- and I think they're like the second lowest paid of all states yeah. teachers or something. So also, just like folks, strikes are good. Join your union. Yeah, strikes are very good. Yeah. But like, then my stupid kid has to be home all day, and uh, <laughs> oh. they sell baby Bjorns for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> put your put your eight year old in a baby Bjorn. It's fine. That's cute. <laughs> put, yeah, your, I, put your put your adult teen in your in a baby Bjorn. Put your seventeen year old in a baby Bjorn and take him to the protest. Okay, my throat is still a little raw from laughing. I just did. He's well, so fucking hot. Of, oh my god. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of schools and no more presidents and what they look like. Um, so I. <laughs> I follow um, Eve Ewing, who is a poet and a sociologist on Twitter, and she's from Chicago, and she talks a lot about um, the Chicago public schools. And so yesterday, um, Chicago has five, uh, oh, I'm sorry, four, um, four black, majority black high schools in the Inglewood neighborhood of Chicago that are now going to be closed um, by Rahm Emanuel, who has a school board that was not elected. He picked members of this board. And so um, I'm using, there's a piece by Kelly Hayes on a website called Truth Out. And it's basically about how they are going to be closing these high schools in Chicago. And apparently that the National National Teachers uh, Academy in Chicago, which is like the school's organizing body, those teachers don't have jobs after next year. Like, not only are they closing the schools, but they're also forcing the teachers out. And the re- the thing that they want to be able to close that high school is they want to build one nicer charter high school. <laughs> I wonder who would benefit from that in Chicago. Samantha B. <laughs> <laughs> Get wrecked, Samantha. <laughs> We're coming for you! Yeah, and then there was a some activism around the fact that, you know, Chicago also wanted to build a giant cop academy in the same neighborhood. And they were like, uh, maybe you should, like, fund our public schools, Rahm Emanuel, and not build a giant uh, $95 million cop academy in Garfield Park, maybe? That's like- uh, plus, plus, Steve, plus Steve Gutenberg is still a really expensive get, so they'd have some issues with that. And plus Hightower died a couple of years ago, so, I mean, what's the point? I, I, no, I don't know nobody. what these references are. <laughs> it's it's a police academy reference. The movie Police Academy. What's that? Axel F. Th- that's yeah. That's when Eddie Murphy puts the banana. So when, in the so when Eddie Eddie Murphy invented Crazy Frog. <laughs> <laughs> this is all accurate. This is all exactly what happens. And there are the, 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 if, no so no one else here is saying Police Academy because there is a very there are like three very funny scenes in the first movie where two mean cops get told to go to a gay bar as a joke. Oh, that's like really a funny, funny game. Especially because I thought you said meme cops. So. <laughs> now we're cooking. <laughs> Damn, All Daniel, back at it again is... at the gay bar. <laughs> Where's Betsy? Where is Miss Betsy in all of this? A whole state. Uh, she's is she's still in the process of revoking trans like rights from trans kids to do anything if their school is shitty. Yeah, she's doing what every like department head is doing, which is actively trying to tear apart whatever they're in charge of. Also, can oh, I cool. say Betsy That's DeVos good. is from uh, my city, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and the DeVos family here is basically like the, uh, I don't know, like like the like the Bruce Wayne, like the like the rich people that built the city basically and put their name on everything. So like they have like on the performance hall where like all the big shows come through and everything, and um, 
Uh, we hate them. Quick to the DeVos mobile. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. And they have who knows how many like mansions in the city. Uh, so I've had like. Wait, no, the Betmobile. The Betmobile. That's better. Continue. The Betmobile? The Betmobile. The oh, that's Bet-mobile. pretty good. That is good. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, sorry. Continue, please. Oh, that's all. I just had a lifetime of like uh, working up my hatred for her. So I'm glad that it's finally gone national and everyone else can join in with me in that. Because she's always been terrible. Like, she's always spent her whole life trying to tear down public schools. And I'm sure they do nice things with their money, too, though. Okay. I'm just I'm surprised sure. that she hasn't, like, <laughs> okay. said anything dumb. <laughs> you Eventually, know, when you have state. that much money, you're going to do something good with it. Law of large numbers, baby. You gotta. Oh. If you have infinite money and infinite typewriters, eventually you will help poor people. Well, she does have her name on a children's hospital. Oh, wait. No, never mind. That's her mom. Okay. That wasn't an intentional like bit. I actually forgot that it wasn't her that did that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She's getting around right. to it. Okay. <laughs> Josh, I guess. what's What did you, you bring this week? Me? I didn't yeah. bring shit. <laughs> me add to the conversation uh oh the, there was um i mean i'm interested in the new york times uh op-ed columnist meeting uh that oh leaked. yeah yeah talk about that please that was fucking wild so um ashley feinberg uh america's journalist sweetheart or at least i'm a big fan um obtained a leaked transcript of basically, God, I forgot his name already, but like the guy who runs the op-ed department talking to other New York Times staffers about their concerns. And basically what he said was, we need to uh, represent everyone because we don't have, it's it's an op-ed. So, you know, we don't have any actual opinions. We're just putting other people's opinions in front of our readers because they need to know every single opinion that's out there. Otherwise, we're doing a disservice to them. But then he's like, but actually, we do have some opinions. For instance, uh, we're pro-capitalism. And he used those exact words. <laughs> yeah. And he said, there, he said, because capitalism is like the greatest engine for innovation. And I, what else? Like social services? Like basically said it was good for helping the poor also. It's it's true. Under socialism, we would never have anti-homeless robots. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. Like, him saying, like, capitalism is the best for all these reasons, like, that is the biggest, boldest text, hugest point font citation needed that I can ever possibly imagine. It's kind of a massive claim to make, too, when you're saying that you don't actually have any opinions. Like, it, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it, it's it's, like, infuriating how the New York Times... I don't know what, like, did a, basically wrote a few articles about how Trump lied about things during the election and then got every, they like got their subscriptions to triple and everyone to view them as like, you know, the like, like Mecca for like this bastion of truth. Uh, so now all these like liberals are following them and watching them even closer than they already were. And then they keep just publishing the dumbest shit imaginable and like, hiring up at columnists that like there's been like three times like this month where they've like brought on someone as a columnist and then had to backtrack after they get yelled at a bunch on twitter where people are like hey look at all these old tweets of theirs where they basically talked about how like you know being nazi is pretty much okay because of free speech or how they talked about you know gays probably don't need to get married or things like that and then the new york times backtracks and is like well, you know, if we had known that, then we never could have, like, use, use 
Bing or Ask Jeeves or whatever you have, because the internet found it out in like 30 seconds. They're just dumb as fuck, and don't don't subscribe to yeah. the New York Times. No, don't. It's <laughs> how am I going to resist? Yeah, those? like I hate how many ads I get. Like this is how you hold truth to pa- you know hold truth to power and keep them accountable on like they New York don't. Times, and I'm like. Have you seen the shit that you post in your own paper? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's good to complain about yoga pants and young people and socialism, you guys. That's yeah. how we get them. It's very chic. And don't get me started on how they they. Uh, well, I guess I'm start. I'm getting myself started on how they restricted their own writers from using social media to voice any opinions at all. So, like, their writers aren't allowed to have any opinions. Only the op-ed columnists who are horrible people. Dude. But also, the New York Times doesn't have any opinions. So. Well, right, yeah. Well, then also, uh, also like Brett's, like the guy in charge of the New York Times is able to tweet whatever he wants about anything because it doesn't matter. Oh. It's just I, I, I work at a magazine, and it's not exactly the New York Times by any means. But like, as a journalist, uh, it's like infuriating to me <laughs> to imagine being in that position. Um, but like, what are you going to do if you work there? You're just going to where are you going to go? Like, they're already getting laid off by the literally the hundreds. So Yeah, Vox laid a lot of people off, too. Like, journal... Yeah, yeah Vox laid off 50 people. Yeah. Guess that guess that pivot to video is a pivot into disaster. <laughs> I call it pivot into shittio. Hey! <laughs> nice, thanks. There's a joke. Thanks. Eddie, you want to talk about... Oh, no, sorry. Who the fuck was talking about Bill Gates? Oh, it was Eddie. Yeah, Eddie wants some pizza. Yeah, okay, Eddie. Uh, it's Eddie for me. <laughs> this... Is I hate this so much. So Bill, Bill Gates was on the the Ellen DeGeneres show, and they did <laughs> a funny segment, and it was called Bill's Grocery Bills. Do you get it? Because it's his name. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. it was like they're playing mm. Price is Right, except he's a fucking like second richest guy in the world. And uh, they the bit was he had he, <laughs> okay he had to guess how much things cost at the supermarket. Uh-huh. Like items you buy, like food and like a normal sort of like poor a regular guy. So a... I'm reading this article is from Vice, and it says Bill Gates is adorably terrible at guessing the cost of everyday groceries. It's so cute and funny. <laughs> so uh, just from like the recap here, he thought a box of rice aroni was five dollars, which it's one dollar. Uh-huh. You know, okay. okay. Uh, he thought Tide Pods were either four dollars or ten dollars. <laughs> Actually, $20. So we get both uh, sides of the spectrum here. Mm-hmm. And the one that everyone like tweeted is that he thought a bag of delicious Totino's pizza rolls were $22. <laughs> it's literally the fucking Arrested Development bit from 13 years ago. <laughs> How much yep. can a banana cost? $10? Except it's real and on TV and everyone laughed at it and it was funny. You know, there's that song, the um, the the Very Naked Ladies song. If I had a million dollars, there was that like line in the live show where they're like, "We would just like eat more craft dinner meals." And like, I never really got that line until like right now when I realized if I was as rich as Bill Gates, I probably would just eat pizza rolls, like you know, pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time, and I guess bagel bites too. Then in that case, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think my main like revulsion with this isn't like wow an incredibly rich guy who doesn't buy his own groceries doesn't know how much it costs it's people being like this is so funny like because like (laughs) under this like how many i don't know what the average minimum wage in like america is but someone would have to work like three hours to buy a fucking bag of totino's pizza rolls like that's hell that's hell world it's nightmare yeah, I, th- I, mean, I it's, think it's, on average it's, it's like ten or eleven dollars an hour. So 
minimum minimum wage is uh, $7.25 uh, across the states. That's not the average, but like that is the minimum Bare wage. Bare minimum wage. Yes, like, the federal. I don't know. And it's just so like this rich guy is going to come on TV and be an idiot. And that's fun for everyone. Well, he works harder than the poor. He does work about 800,000 billion <laughs> times harder than me. Well, yeah, so cause... he does deserve a day off to hang out with Ellen the Generous. <laughs> He's usually busy hard at work drinking doo-doo water. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> with his magical contraption. Remember oh, when he drank Bill doo-doo Bill water? Is Bill Gates on that raw water trip? No. He, no, he's on that dookie water trip. He had, he was like, water purification is so important. So he literally like financed this device that you could put like sewage water in it and it would purify it. So there's videos of him, you know, drinking water right out of this machine. And it's like, you are drinking shit water, Bill Gates. a sip of diarrhea juice. Imagine drinking shit water for fun. <laughs> Oh, I mean, what do you do on your weekends? For me, it's a necessity. For him, it's Saturday. <laughs> it, it gets boring trying to fight the very racist idea of overpopulation, so sometimes you just gotta drink some dookie water. <laughs> For him, it's a necessity. For you, it's a Saturday. Fiverr.com. Yeah. Oh, God. Ugh. And the thing is, like, Bill Gates is probably, like, of all of the incredibly rich people that are in the, like, white guys in the U.S., like, he's probably the least bad to me, like, he probably, he's, like, tries to give his money away. I mean, without, but, like... Some. Yeah, he does some. Ex- like, he does still have enough to save, pro- like, I'm sure hundreds of thousands of lives if he just oh, no doubt giving it away. Which is adorable to me. Think of how many pizza rolls he could buy with that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'd, a whole pack, if you... <laughs> he could buy a whole classroom pizza rolls with his fortune. I think the uh, Bill Gates impersonator from Nathan For You is way better than actual Bill Gates. Have you seen the video of Bill Gates jumping over an office of chair? Because that's the only good thing he's ever done. <laughs> I, I take it back. He does work 800,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> so high. He has oh, full man. chakra control. With a, with a vertical leap like that, can you imagine the yeeks on that? Stop! <laughs> he has no yeeks. He's a ruler. <laughs> the Bill and Melinda Yeeks Foundation. Thank you. <laughs> it's good. Oh, God. Um, so, let's move into some shout-outs, some brief, some little, like, bite-sized news. I thought shout-out, shout-out. I wish I could fucking bite into that fucking... <laughs> Don't that finish sentence. that sentence. Fucking juicy fucking poop yeeks. You wish you could... That, boy, that boy's hydrated. Sorry, you wish you could bite into that juicy fucking poopy? I said, I meant to say poop yeeks. Oh, thank you. Okay, cool. Okay. Like, it's tight, juicy ass. Okay. But then I, I couldn't stop thinking about the dookie water as I was talking. Hey. Um, so here's a, here's a fun shout out. Uh, in the wake of Trump calling for, you know, teachers to have guns in schools, a teacher in a school with a gun did very much barricade himself in his office and shoot, do some shoot. Like, no one was hurt as far Oops. as I know. But he very much did do some shooting in a school where he brought his own gun from home. Yeah. And I, I think this was a high school. I don't remember. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, a, it was a high Georgia. school in Georgia. But yeah. what if there was a teacher with the gun? Well, what if there? Well, now you need two teachers with guns because you, you know, it's one Fortnite, of them needs to baby. kill the other. <laughs> one hundred armed teachers storm into your high school. Literally, a girl in the high school, I think, like tweeted about like 
literally there's a teacher here with a gun like shooting people people were running and screaming like this is what you want and somebody replied to her some gun shithead was like yeah you know well if you had a teacher that could shoot back it would be fine <laughs> and it's like really <laughs> i love to have my faculty just killing each well, other the, 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 it's good the other teachers haven't scavenged enough to find the uh the pump action and the uh the, the bike the level two bike helmet and they don't have enough space in their backpack to carry any rations <laughs> Yeah, backpacks are banned in schools now, so they really have to yeah. be as efficient yeah. as they can mm-hmm. with their loadout. Player unknown, back to school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, check out my nap the episode title because yeah. Donald Trump's yeeks will get us banned from everything. <laughs> I think both are good. I like player unknown. I think back both of those yeeks are good. <laughs> I'll take either one. <laughs> I very much do like Player Unknown's Back to School. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Also, really quick, apparently, so Trump had a meeting about gun control, and like the brain genius that he is, he accidentally sounded like he was for gun control because he literally said, "Take the guns away. <laughs> worry about due process later." <laughs> I don't think it was an accident. I think that's what he meant to say. Oh yeah, I don't you know. Even, that isn't good. I don't even know. If it's what he meant to say, what he wanted to do was just seem like as tough as possible. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Hey, breaking news. This is actually literally breaking news that was like posted. Okay, like ten, like ten hours ago, give or take six hours ago. Um, Nancy Pelosi just endorsed a congressman who opposes abortion and gay rights. She did go ahead and lean in favor of Dan Lipinski from Illinois, who is up against a literal actual Nazi because those were the only that was the only person that the Republicans actually put forth. And instead of um, instead of uh, supporting the Democrat incumbent or the Democrat challenger to the incumbent seat that Lipinski holds, she did very much just throw her entire fucking hat over the hens fence. That fucking ten gallon racist piece of shit hat threw it over the fence. It was like gay rights, abortion, not needed. Just need the majority, and that's we're good. Not that, like not like she has any political clout to like say you know oh this person is not good. We are going to send uh we, you know we got a challenger here, but. You know, she just decided to throw her entire ass, and the liberals are going to say, like, well, she needed to. She had to choose between either him or a literal actual Nazi. And, like, oh, I'm mad. You get two choices. And that's it. Uh Uh-huh. You can only give your money to one, and if it's not the Nazi, it has to be the one who doesn't like gay people or people who have abortions. What what do you want to... This is America. Democracy. <laughs> it does fucking it fucking rules a lot that like ninety fucking percent of the resistance checkmark discourse is fucking Bernie Bros with their fucking purity politics. Hey, in twenty twenty, we're not gonna have the perfect candidate, but we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to compromise, and then like, and then like the other part of that is the fucking like Bernie Sanders loves being pro life. And it's just, it's this, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, breaking news here, uh, fucking Democrats might be hypocrites, but. Yeah, maybe a little. It's just very, it's very. Wait, 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 you have to do the noise before you say that. You have to do the noise. Yeah, the. Oh, the, 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 do, 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 do. Yes. Oh, hang on. Hang on. All right, let me give it another go. Do, 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 Fuck you. No, what was, okay, so what were we talking about? I, I don't really listen to what you guys say. You were saying breaking news, the Democrats might be hypocrites. So you guys are talking so about like you guys are like oh John Arbuckle dog come. <laughs> 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 
Hey guys, Democrats are hypocrites, and often uh, their ideology is um, sort of at odds with itself, and they don't really stand for anything. Because the Overton window keeps shifting to the right, and they're like, well, we have to be rational and meet people in the middle and, you know, be kind of left, but be reasonable, because, you know, it's always reasonable to be in the center, you know. Horseshoe theory, baby. So at some point, we're going to get to the Democrats are just going to, you know, going to have more and more politicians that are like, actually, you know, you guys should really compromise on reproductive rights or gay marriage or whatever, because we're not going to win elections otherwise. And they're going to fold like a lawn chair. I'm excited. (laughs) I can't wait. Uh, So sorry to interrupt like that, but uh, what else do we got for shout outs this week? We've got um, Jared Kushner doesn't have security clearances. Oh, yeah, he super doesn't, though. Like, there was a piece going around that the White House calligrapher has higher security clearance than Jared Kushner, who is going to fix the Middle East. (laughs) Like, there was, I think, you know, to talk about, um, not to mention another uh, Democrat podcast, but on Pod Save America, sorry. They they talked about this. (laughs) They talked about how, like, basically the White House, when the transition was, like, getting started... They just didn't fucking check who was coming in, what their security clearances would be, like, what was even, like, running background checks on people, like, basic stuff. And I remember they were talking about this, like, long, long time ago, and so now we're talking about how Jared Kushner's like, hey, maybe he shouldn't be there with all our, like, national security secrets. Maybe. I don't know, though. But we're fine. He doesn't have any access. He's Trump's son-in-law, so he's probably fine. We're all gonna die. I was just thinking, I was uh, when, you, when you said Pod Save America, I was like, what a fucking whack podcast name. Like, I would, like, it's a dumb, like, it's a whack joke. Why would, like, why would anybody listen to that? And then I realized that I'm recording on the podcast known as Henry Kissinger's <laughs> Pokemon Going to Die, and then I didn't say it out loud on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's a very, that's uh, a very good name. It is a good name, and it's super not a threat. Yeah. Here's a topic, here's a topic that I think very much could have easily been a full-ass topic instead of a shout-out, but, uh, the Moonies, like, if you love your gun so much, why don't you marry it? And they actually did Uh, that? You know who's got a (sighs) full-ass? Who? My (laughs) AR-15. Yeah, it was like a vowel renewal ceremony or something, and they were like, let's have bullet crowns. Remember last year when there was an episode of American Gods where this was the plot of an episode and it's a fiction fantasy show? Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's just real now. <laughs> hey, if if American Gods is coming true, I better tell all my friends who are into unbirthing to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That very much does happen in the first episode. It does. It really does. <laughs> uh... Uh, Remember when you see Dane Cook's what, what, dick in that show? Anyway. <laughs> I, I, uh, I I did some investigative journalism and I don't I believe it was not his dick. Oh, it was a stunt dick. Okay. It was a st- it was Dane Cook's stunt dick, yeah. Okay. Just to clear the he air for everyone. He did pull it out in Vicious Circle, though. <laughs> uh, Josh, did you, Josh, did you have a question? Well, I'll have to see a note about let the kids eat the chemicals. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, um, the the uh, the EPA uh, is to shut is oh, going to yeah. shut down the office handling research on chemicals effects on children's health. Which like, I mean, I just think it's really funny that like in this Tide Pod meme era of everything, like we don't need any more research on this. We just we know what's going to kill the kids and we know what's not, and nothing else is going to change. They did it. And- we did it. We solved it. We 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 turned all the pieces of the puzzle in just the right way, and then we unlocked the ancient spirit of Yami, and now we are really good at Yu-Gi-Oh. 
Well, every every kind of chemical and food has already been invented, so there's really nothing more to worry about. Yep. Hey, hey, we're good, we're hey, quick check. Uh, does uh, Flint have clean water? Who? 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 <laughs> Bill Gates is getting around oh. to it. <laughs> <laughs> we really do not get pretty. Like, I, I think this whole podcast is an exercise, especially this episode and how much we actually do not give a fuck about our kids at all. Like, for all of the hand-wringing over the, our children, mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't give a shit. We really don't. <laughs> if, you, if you live outside the womb, well, we don't care. That's what um, the Elon Musk's dummy is doing. He's in, the, he's in the fun electric sports car, and he's going to Mars <laughs> to look for clean water. <laughs> oh. Elon Musk is Pokemon going to Mars. Well, He's helping. I mean, he when, cares about poor people and especially poor people of color. He cares a lot. And he loves the, Reddit. When the kids' friends die in front of them in the classroom, they don't express express grief exactly how I want them to at any given moment. So we mm-hmm. probably should just not fucking care about them. Yeah, they. Not only do they, we shouldn't care about them, but like, I bet that they're not even like really sad about. It. Like nobody really died. It was crisis actors, you know. They what? probably they probably they probably lived their whole lives in Florida and went to high school there for that that nice Soros check. One <laughs> thing you got to know about grief is that it's this extremely linear and easy to understand comprehensible process. And, and it's everyone the same goes for through it the same way. Yeah. Yeah. You just cry for like, I don't know, 6 months or so and then you're good. Like like a like a day and then you go on CNN. <laughs> yeah, then you, yeah. yeah. So. And then you and then you debate Alex Jones. But you make a joke, so that means you're not sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember that time that Alex Jones lost to Alexa in a debate? That was a good time. Has anyone here ever used uh, humor to cope with any sad feelings? What's that? Some people use humor to cope. <laughs> <laughs> I have never used humor to cope in my life, and anyone who does so uh, is frankly invalid. Yeah. I agree. Uh-huh. You will have to pay for your parking. Uh-huh. Well, I've been sitting here yeah. kind of brainstorming uh, why um, our government doesn't care about children, and I just realized, and this is kind of our own fault, we tied our hands behind our back on this one, but they can't work. They can't produce labor. Um, yeah, kind of a big oops 100 years ago, yeah. huh? Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Follow me here. What if they could? Mm. <laughs> uh, go mm-hmm. on. I mean, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening with both ears now. You've piqued my interest. So... How about this? What if a kid wanted to go to college and he collected cans every day of his life since he was two years old, and then he could go to college? That's a and good it, idea. You, you tell people that, and it, and it inspires them, so they want to do it, too. It's inspiring to hear about how people have to beg people on the internet for money for, like, medical procedures or, you know, six-year-olds that mm. work so hard so that they can go to college. That's inspiring to hear about. And, you know, it makes me realize that I don't work hard enough. That's... I'm also a little concerned um, if we if we make work legal for kids that might uh, stand in the way of 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 our heroic cops busting up the lemonade stands of black teenagers. So we only make it legal for some kids. Yeah. Who's going to who's going to who's going to teach who's going to teach young black children that um, the police are their enemy and that they're inherently criminal, if not our police. Well, here's what we do is we make the kids start like an LLC and they have to go through the filing fees and everything like that. So, um, you know, just make it a little bit harder to actually start a business. Right. Yeah. And you know, like if we don't have kids that are, you know, protesting the deaths of their friends at the hands of police and, you know, they, 
they if they get any kind of support for you know critiquing the police or asking for greater gun control laws you know that's it's just they're it's gonna it's gonna set them up for failure in the bottom line you know they're not gonna they're not gonna bring in the capital that we need them to so don't complain children god i love capital it's good folks i'm a big fan. donate to our patreon <laughs> go donate to our pa- if we want to defeat capitalism we need more money money please yeah uh- George, we are waiting for your donation. How do you think Karl Marx referred to his his dick? Do you think it was he referred to it as the as I his, don't want to hear the end of this. Brooks, is his Brooks, private property or his means of this. reproduction? It's, it's the means of reproduction. We've discussed this. Next question. <laughs> uh, last last shout out before we get to our questions. Uh, Ronald Reagan is, has been recognized by the Department of Labor. Which is great because we all know much how he, how much he loves labor. Labor's, mm-hmm. Labor is um, his favorite thing. I, I mean, he does. <laughs> he loves when people do it. Well, he did. Yeah. Now the wor- now the worms <laughs> are doing some great labor. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get into some questions. Yeah, please. All right. Uh, from uh, Futch Cassidy, we got some more Australian politics here, so this is going to be for mm. a couple all people. Right. Funny Barnaby, funny Barnaby Joyce, nope. retire, bitch. Uh, claim to defend sanctity of marriage against the gays, TM, but still impregnate secretary out of wedlock. All right, I'm going to get uh, Australia on the phone for this one. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, I'll great. I can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> hey, hey uh, good day. This is Australia. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How do you feel about that one? Uh, I'm loving it. Thank you. Wait, Mate. thanks for coming. Um, can, can you tell me who Barnaby Joyce is, please? <laughs> Henry Colin, thanks for coming. Uh, just, nice. just uh, a real, a uh, real chap. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I have another, to, another shrimp on the cool. Barnaby. I have, I have, to, I have to go work at the Outback Steakhouse now. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we just call it the Steakhouse. <laughs> do you think that? Do you think there's like an American version of the Outback Steakhouse out there? Applebee's. Hey, it's I'm, called fucking Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> hey, I'm back. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just Applebee's. Oh, Eddie, where'd you go? We had Australia on the whole country. Yeah, I I have like a like a weird like call waiting problem, like only one line at a time. So we had yeah, to one problem. Oh, I, I had a I had I had to go take a dump, <laughs> so I figured I'd call Australia. <laughs> uh, see, I was gonna go more along the lines of like you you and the Aust- you and Australia share what two minds, one body. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen Eddie and Australia in the same room at the same uh, time. I was going to so. ask it if it was a country or a continent. Uh, this one from Anonymous. Hi, Barrier Trio from the Discord Hi. here. So not Anonymous. Hey. I consider myself a lefty and a socialist, but I usually stop just shy of calling myself a communist, largely because I learned in school and society that communism was bad. Mm-hmm. Then I grew up and figured out that while some of that bad shit was real, some of it was probably just capitalist propaganda added again, and also learned uh, capitalism sucks ass. So y'all got any recs for where I can learn it, the real deal about communist governments past and present? We we got some help from our local theory boy, or one of them anyway, Evan. Um, he suggests Lenin and the logic of, and I can never say this word, hegemony? Hege- yep, you got, you got it. it. Oh, hell you yeah. You got it. Genuine uh, do, do a boy. big dad. You got it in one. Uh, by Alan. We'll, we'll, we'll edit out the four times you <laughs> talked <laughs> Not nice. Hegemony. <laughs> by Alan Shandro. He said it's a good play start to dismiss myths about the nature of Len- Leninism. Um, but he, he really highly recommends suggesting books by the readers themselves, uh, which makes sense. Yeah. And Brooks, you've done quite a bit of that, haven't you? <laughs> Me reading? 
not not so much. I'm currently reading October um, by China Mieville, and it's uh it's folks, it's pretty good so far. Okay. Um, but I I haven't actually read any any Lenin yet. It's on my it's on my list of things. I'm also trying to reread Game of Thrones and play Splatoon. So like <laughs> you know, well like you've read some Marks, which is more yeah. than I can say. And and yeah, can const- constantly constantly recommending how readable Marks is. There you have it. Uh, and also question, evil. This, this question from Tumblr user at least five lizards. Hey folks, here's a question about the only pure thing left to us in this world. Which lizard is the best kind of lizard? Literally important. Please answer. I have a bearded dragon chunk who is the abs- who is one of the absolute darlings of the Discord. We have an animals channel. We have a chunk emoji. We also need to add some other animal emojis. But the best kind of lizard is canonically a blue tongue skink. They are perfect in every way, shape, and form. They are fat sausages with legs. Oh, uh, what about Godzilla? Now Godzilla, Fuck. we can get into. Shit! God damn I it! I pet a Komodo yes. dragon. He was pretty good. Oh, Komodo dragons are awesome. He was very sleepy. And so I pet him, and people were like, oh, what the fuck What about Valeria, the black dragon? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, would, would that this glass of water were a glass of whiskey? <laughs> Valerian fucking rules, dude. Dude, Valerian's so good. Eddie, you want to talk about Valerian? Oh, uh, Valerian's so sick. He's so big. <laughs> he, burnt, he burnt up Harrenhal. All of it. Big He made dragon. it cursed. Big he dragon. He cursed it with fire. Big. <laughs> Uh, question, question for normal user Leaf Crunch. There's a conspiracy theory that I occasionally see shared by otherwise well-meaning liberals, which is that there is an impending ecological collapse due to specifically to radiation from Fukushima. This has shoddy evidence and is always accompanied by claims of, quote, elitists covering it up for some reason. The vast majority of theories like this are from an alt-right worldview, so I'm surprised when I see, so, so I'm surprised when I see it from those ostensibly left of center. Any thoughts on why this men- mindset would seep into them? Is this the theory that, like, like it, we won't be able to like fish the Pacific and stuff like that. I'm going to like snowball. That, that sounds that sounds about right. I really don't know the details here. I mean, people on the right really fetishize this like like the idea of like a cool Mad Max like strongman a post apocalyptic future where like mm-hmm. it's. I mean, it's like it's like fucking Ayn Rand's dream. It's everybody's like trading gasoline for dogs mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. And all of the quote-unquote weak people will you know suffer and then it will be only the strong yeah Yeah, it's an extremely eugenicist sort of vibe but it's also like oh there's no government so it's it's free baby and i can finally shoot whoever i want trading gasoline for dogs that's not like mike huckabee's kids favorite pastime (laughs) (laughs) i feel like probably the liberal idea of fukushima you know having an ecological collapse and I don't really know why they think that and not like, hey, you know how it collapsed the last time there was like a ton of nuclear radiation over in Japan. You know, that's how the, you know, I wonder how that got over there. Never mind. <laughs> the no whole, knows. you know, that time. But but it, it's not our fault this time. So that's why it'll collapse. But it, it didn't, it was our fault the last time. So it's fine. That was fine. This is bad. It was their fault. Do you get it? And now just a couple of just now just a couple of questions uh, that were not sent to the Tumblr, but were instead sent directly to me on Discord from Tumblr user Maxi Satan Official, who asks, "What do you think Trump's proposed steel tariffs mean for steel ETFs and producers for the U.S. Uh, ETFs?" I'm dumb as fuck, dude. I don't know what any of means. <laughs> Energized to fuck. <laughs> Apparently, the last time um, that we had tariffs on steel, so that way we'd like re-energize America and not have foreign steel was under Bush. So, I don't feel good about that, personally. Oh, I feel great about that, knowing that now. 
Oh yeah, right. Yeah, you know what? I forgot that Bush's approval ratings are actually really good now. So he's good now. I forgot. Yeah, he did. He did a painting of a dog. Funny war crime. Paint a dog. <laughs> oh wait, oldest trick in the book. You guys didn't know Henry that. Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to paint. <laughs> ETF stands for um, Stock Exchange Traded Fund. Uh, which I'm shocked what? you guys didn't that know. That sounded wrong. Uh, also, for real, read the gun control weirdness yesterday. Do y'all think Trump is senile, or is he just so clueless about policy that he just go, uh, he just goes against the Republican platform entirely by accident sometimes? I mean, I, this is like this is like what I said earlier. I don't think he has any policy. No. He just wants no. to seem like he's doing something. So whatever he thinks of at that moment, he's going to yell it and then forget about it when he walks out the door. Yeah. It's like, I'm not saying this to be like a fucking like John Oliver about it, but like we live in very much a post policy sort of political situation. And I mean that in terms of Republicans and Democrats, in terms of like all the focus is on like is on basically decorum and image because neither party is really offering. I mean, one is definitely offering a white ethno state, but not nothing in terms of, you know. What the what? It, Trump doesn't know what the fuck a, a tariff is. You know, no, he doesn't. It's I don't not, think John Oliver would ever say anything that smart, Brooks. Oh wow, that's true. I'm very smart, and John Oliver isn't. <laughs> is kind of the big difference between me. I and was him. literally watching we, that show and eating a burrito before we started recording this, but still, were you watching the funny drum episode? <laughs> no. Do we hate John Oliver? Like, is that a thing? Like, I, I think John Oliver is like definitely no, the best I mean, of those people. Like, John, you know, no, he no, did like, give us even, like John Stewart yeah. and Stephen Colbert. I literally was just watching it. Like, I watch every episode because it is funny and somewhat informative. He's not, you know, he's no, yeah. like, he's not like Samantha B. Or, I mean, oh yeah, god, if you if you like cordon yourself off from any like capitalist entertainment then um you're going to become somebody who posts on facebook and that's the worst kind of person <laughs> so i mean you, you gotta have you gotta have you have to find your own limits yeah, I, 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 st- I still i still no matter what i will still always have a, a good amount of respect for john oliver for that uh that episode he did about uh, like student debt collection where he like paid off a bunch of students like stu- he like bought yeah. them for like pennies on the dollar and just absolved their loans. There was a, a good one about civil forfeiture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so one was good. Check that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah they've had some episodes with, uh, with genuinely hard-hitting journalism, so. Question from anonymous, what is there to be optimistic about? I mean, after this, I can probably play Splatoon. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So. yeah. I and you know, yeah, Splatfest coming up. I'm having a nice evening having a conversation with my close good internet friends. So, you know, <laughs> Where's that, that everything's happening? Terrible. I want to have a beer. Have you watched Stardust Crusaders yet? It gets pretty good at the end. Oh, it's good. So uh, that's something to look forward to. This question from Leaf Crunch: Fuck Mary, retire. Musk, Bezos, Gates. Um, I'd fuck Gates. Uh-huh. You would? <laughs> I'd marry. I. I mean, he's just like the least reprehensible. I mean, if we're assuming that in this case, Mary means Mary and never fuck, and not you know Mary and fuck like every night. It's going to be Gates, Mary, Bezos to, you know, get that. I, I'm never signing a prenuptial agreement. And he's going to and, he, and he's Pokemon going to die mysteriously of an accident. And then just, I mean, retire Musk. I mean, he's going to do that himself by accidentally blowing up a, a car that he's in. It's just going to happen someday. I would hate to marry Bill Gates because, like, we'd be sharing a bed and he'd always be getting up in the middle of the night to go get a glass of Dookie water <laughs> and it would always wake me up. And then spilling it everywhere because he's jumping over the office chair. Yeah, he just he's squatting on our bed, just <laughs> shitting into a cup and then but, sifting it. But when you're on the playground with your friends, you can say my husband invented Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> when you're I on the playground, I would, I would pick. Uh, I would marry Gates because I feel like he would just like 
He'd leave, like, he has the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, so his wife probably has a lot of money. And then I would, mm-hmm. I would fuck Bezos because, um, you know, because uh, this pussy would put him to eternal sleep. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then Musk, I would retire, bitch. I'm gonna have to say same. Okay. This question from Argyle Fong. Hi, Hikipagita. I think that someone's vote should be worth more, the more Chivos that person has. Thoughts? Thanks, Argyle. Now, what is a Chivo? I, whole, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Is that like good boy points? Achievement in a video game. Oh. In a video no, game. I, I, after I got my PS4, I had to recreate my PSN, so I'm against this. I'm a single issue voter, <laughs> and I don't think this should pass. Okay, well, okay. It's, uh, this question- it's basically a cryptocurrency, if you think about it. <laughs> this question from Argyle Funk. Hi, Hikipagita. Which presidents were furries, and what are their personas? Thanks, Argyle. All of the presidents that have- all of the presidents are furries, and all of them have been foxes with a Nazi armband on. Thanks, next His question. His name was Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Nazi he had with a an cannon. Armband. He had a cannon yes, furry made after him. <laughs> <laughs> he canonically had a furry that was a persona that That's was sold. True. And kids love it. You got me there. Okay, everyone except Teddy Roosevelt was a Nazi with... No, he still uh, very much did have a fucking swastika armband, no doubt. Wait, can Nixon be a platypus? I think he looks like one. No. Okay, yeah, he can be a platypus. With with a Nazi (laughs) armband. Uh, This question from Argyle Funk. Hi, Hippogadia. I am not a duck. That's my joke. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Name the five most slash least fuckable presidents. Thanks, Argyle. The only president you can fuck is Taft. Legally, that's the only president you are allowed to travel back in time with to and yeah, fuck. but some of them are still alive. Doesn't matter. All right, so I'm gonna say Dude, Obama. Jimmy Carter would be so good at eating pussy. <laughs> Zachary Taylor looking like a snack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we answered this earlier when we talked about Trump's yeeks. So mm-hmm. I, I just have to Boy, say I'm that, and it's I'm gonna Manchurian candidate Luna and just say <laughs> Trump's yeeks and. She will combust. <laughs> let's move into Lightbringers. Um, let's start at the top, go down. Brooks. Um, what is this segment? Brooks, we invented like? the segment. <laughs> but we never <laughs> do We it. literally stole it from you. Is it good shit that we like in the world? Yes. It doesn't have to be political. Okay, fine. Fuck it. I'm going to take it from Brooks. My Lightbringer this week is um, Bloodborne, which is my absolute favorite, most like favorite game of all time. It is now free if you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber, which, I mean... Even if you just want to try the game out, you can get like a two week free trial of PS Plus and just play it. And it, it is just the absolute, my absolute favorite game of all time. Definitely not for everyone, but it is just phenomenal. I have never sunk that kind of time into a single player game before. Like I probably got like 150, 160 hours and I have massive ADD. So I don't do that. I don't play games like that. And I just, it's an absolute blast to play. And I go back to it every couple of months and it's just the abs- my absolute favorite game of all time. Brooks. Do you like any good games? <laughs> nerd War. Have you played Mother 3? It's a it's good a game. It's a Nerd War. Like, like, all right. Well, Luna's going to listen to this in post. So um, I guess, so my Lightbringer, I'm, I am interested in recommending literature that was formative for me. So I think that everybody should read. Uh, okay, is Luna back? You can just. Hey, Luna. Wait, wait, wait. Where you're gonna come back and then everyone laugh like at the same time, ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cop <cut> Fifi. <laughs> <laughs>
Brooks Oglesby, please eat my entire dick and ass. <laughs> okay, my light bringer. Everybody should read uh, Pedagogy of the Oppressed by Paolo Freire. It's a very good read. It's a it's a like a it's a it's a famous uh, book in critical pedagogy, and it does a really good job of like everybody fucking hates school, and everybody like in your fucking Facebook is like share shit about they didn't teach me any they didn't teach me how to change a tire, but they taught me how to Pythagorean theorem. Like everybody knows that like the way in which we're doing education is not sort of like it's not actualizing in any meaningful way um so what frida does is he he outlines why that is and then poses a different um educational model uh, through which we can do pedagogy and it fucking rules and it's a good way of getting people into um sort of sort of leftist thought and like marxist thought um by already just sort of meeting people where they are anyways that's my light bringer you should read it nice it's good uh I've just started reading things again, uh, so I will eventually have something smart and useful to bring to the table. But right now, all I can really think about is Celeste. Like, whenever I'm not playing it, I'm just thinking about Celeste. I love it. Good game! It's such a good That's, game. Like, the me- like I, I was just praising Bloodborne, but like, Celeste is definitely like my, in my top five of all yeah, time. Yeah, like the way it's, it's, like it's a platform where you die hundreds and hundreds of times, and yet it's also about like dealing with anxiety and depression. And uh, just, like, pushing past your struggles with the help of friends, uh, which is pretty wild. And then the music's beautiful. And, um, I mean, I also just love platformers. But it's, like, also a kind of game where, like, you start playing it and you're like, oh, my God, this is so impossible. If it gets harder from here, how am I ever going to beat it? And then you go back to play those first levels again and they're impossibly easy to you because the game just, like, teaches you and makes you feel like a good gamer. So, yeah. The music, the music also slaps. You can so get good. the, you can get like the entire, you can get the the entire album on Bandcamp for like fifteen bucks. So my Lightbringer for the past week, whenever I've been feeling kind of low or tired or depressed or whatever, I suddenly remember, hey, Janelle Monae is putting out new music, and so I go and watch the video for "Make You F- Make Make Me Feel." It's just her new song, and Tessa Thompson is in it. And it's just, it's so good. Like, it's such a, like, it's very Prince-inspired. Apparently, she and Prince were collaborating on a lot of music together before he died. And this new album is going to have some of that, some of his kind of influence in it. And the video is just like, I watch it literally every day to feel better. I'm like, oh my, because the dancing and the outfits, and it's just, speaking of music that slaps, it slaps. And I'm so excited for this album to come out. And it's just literally like... Through the week, I've just been just pleasantly reminded of that fact. Like, Janelle Monet exists in the world and is making really amazing music and pretty much confirming that she and Tessa Thompson are dating. And I love it. So mm-hmm. that's that's my light bringer this week. I'm excited to see how that collaborator um, left his prints on her work. <laughs> God, every every day is a struggle with you. <laughs> I'll leave the fucking show if you edit it out. <laughs> uh, my like two birds, one stone, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> wow. Uh, my life ringer is a podcast because you probably don't have enough of those to listen to. Oh, uh, you should have pu- Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> it's called punch. It's called punch up the jam. Yeah, hey. and it's yeah, not ours. Sorry. <laughs> and it's two comedians, Miel Brudeau, I think is how you say your name, and Demi Adejuive, who is a very funny internet guy. And what they do is they take uh, 
popular songs, songs that they mostly like, and they punch them up and make them better. And what they mean by that is they'll usually just focus on one weird aspect of a song, like one bridge that's just off, or like one lyric that's really strange, and then create a whole new like reality in which the song is based around that. And today's episode was What's Your Fantasy by Ludacris. <laughs> good. It's good. So they do a deep dive and then create their own version. And it's very funny. It's just like a genuinely... Like sometimes it, they get like... Takes you like a deep dive into like Welcome to the Jungle. And they create this fiction where it's like uh, a musical about puberty. Nice. And it somehow manages to make sense. And they actually do like their own version of the song and it's really good. And you can go to punchupthejam.com slash jams and just listen to all the their versions. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, Miel and Demi have been like, they were like Vine collaborators a lot back when Vine existed. Yeah. And they're both very, very funny. So mm-hmm. Demi's uh, September 21st videos are like my favorite thing. On the yeah, you so. remember. Oh, just, uh, oh my God. We don't have to wait uh, six months and 20 days for the next one. Save us. <laughs> and two months from now, it'll only be four months and 20 days till the next one. Hey. All right. All right. Oh, happy Purim, everybody. Is that a podcast? Oh, that's a podcast. Uh, so I'm just going to go down the list, uh, starting with me, because I'm the most important, where you can Start find me queen. elsewhere. Um, you can ch- you can check me out on uh, Twitter at Chieshadonaka or Chieshadonakas.tumblr.com. Check out my sister pod, my, my other podcast that I do, uh, Fear Baiting, which is a queer look at horror movies, and The Wonder Years, which is looking back at the Animorphs and realizing how damn good the books were and how fucking terrible the show is. Um, I also guested on uh, an episode of What's Your Persona, which is up, and an episode of In Pursuit of Passions, uh, which is not up yet, but should be up soon. Um, and just a fair warning, like, my ass is kind of entirely out on both of those, so, you know, explicit tag is is well earned. Damn. Nice. She's prolific. And I think that's... Uh, oh, yeah, um, I'm going to be uh, doing uh, part of the uh, Games Finished Adequately run at EGLX in a week next Saturday, the 10th at uh, 1225 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you tune into the stream, which I will be posting all over my Twitter, you can check me out running Cuphead and hopefully not, hopefully not making a complete idiot out of myself. And also check me out on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash gaylulu. Am I next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why my Discord is bad. Um Hey, I'm Brooks. You can find me on Twitter at Brooks as a noun or Tumblr at uh, Sirius Jones. Um, I do a couple of other podcasts. I do a, my 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 meal ticket is post Game of Thrones, where we talk about how Game of Thrones is a bad show. Me and Eddie, and then we also do Yaddy Yaddy Boys, which is a podcast about how JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is good. Um, I also recently uh, published my first novel, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, you can probably you can find it wherever books are sold. Um, it's called The Fountainhead. And um, <laughs> fuck you. God and uh, so please uh, check that out. Uh, I'm Josh. You can find me on Twitter at Twigrists or on Tumblr, where I'm famous as Venusorphobia. I'm Lauren. You can find me on Twitter at LLeBlanc underscore, and you can find me on Tumblr at RunTheGems. And also this month, I get to be on Fear Baiting, and I get to make Luna watch Jennifer's body. So mark your calendars. Nice. Oh, God, that's right. I forgot you were going to be on hey. Fuck yes. Have you, I'm so excited. Have you ever seen that movie before? No, I haven't, but I do oh, know that she does. Oh, bitch. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Sam. It's good. <laughs> I do know that Megan Fox uh, does put out a cigarette on her tongue in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. 
And I will tell you why on fear baiting. But anyway. Excellent. I'm excited. Uh, I'm Eddie. I'm Squizpillion on Twitter and Tumblr. And I probably don't tweet about anything you want to read. <laughs> but please follow me and make the number, the number go higher so I, I feel I better. Do, I, I, do, I do like seeing your tweets about Mr. Met's giant hog. Mr. Met has a Mr. Matt's hog is enough to please his wife, Mrs. Matt. <laughs> and, <laughs> and enough to matters. terrify comes, the Secret he Service. He t-shirts. Does he take off his, his mascot head when he wants to eat pussy? No. What do you mean mascot head? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, for the whole show, again, we have a Patreon now. Patreon.com slash HKIPGTD. Check us out there. Um, we would appreciate your support. If you can't support us financially, totally understandable. You can just check us out on iTunes or something uh, and give us a rating or review there. You know, we're on like everything, Google Play, Stitcher, all that bullshit. So you can uh, support us there. Um, you can check us out on Twitter at HKIPGTD, HKIPGTD.tumblr.com or HKIPGTD at gmail.com. And until next week, we will be back with a completely new cast of host members. And just remember that we will see you in one week for Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat. Just a fact. Just a fact. Just a fact. Thank you to the taxpayers for the use of their song, Evil Men. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> off of the album, uh, off the uh, album, uh, Cold Hearted Town? Shit, what's the album? Cold Hearted Town. Thank hey, you. Memento Pokemori. <laughs> Memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori. Dear Mr. White Man, I wish you understood What the world is really like when you're living in the hood Just because my pants are sagging doesn't mean I'm up to no good You should try to get to know me, I really wish you would Now my chains are gold, but I'm still misunderstood I wasn't there when Sherman's march turned the south into firewood I want you to get paid, but be a slave, I never could Feel like a newfangled jangle dodging invisible white hoods So when I see that white cowboy hat, I'm thinking it's not all good I guess we're both guilty of judging the cover, not the book I'd love to buy you a beer, conversate and clear the air But I see that red flag and I think you wish I wasn't here If you don't judge my direct, I won't judge your red flag And Dixon needs some fixing. I hope you understand what this is all about. Quite frankly, I'm a black Yankee, but I've been thinking about this lately. I'm a son of the new south. It passed the past, you feel me? And I just want to make things right. Let bygones be bygones. All that's left. Southern Pride